Hi, this is Tony, and I'm speaking to Alex Arujo, Fund Manager, Global Listed Infrastructure and Global Theme Strategies at MNG Investments. Um, I'm speaking to um, Alex just after their face-to-face global event in Cape Town. Alex, thank you very much for taking the time to um, catch up with me about um, Global Listed Investments. Hello, Tony. It's a pleasure pleasure to be here in South Africa speaking to you. Yep, and great stuff. I hope the Morningstar um, event went well for you. We had a we had a big event in Cape Town. We have had meetings over the last several days, and a lot of interest in the global listed infrastructure asset class. And a big event again in Pretoria tomorrow. Uh, brilliant. Well, enjoy that. Um, I'm sure you'll enjoy the. The weather in Pretoria, it's normally really good. It doesn't vary much. Yeah. Um, Alex, uh, just to get get to um, the subject, global listed infrastructure, maybe you can just um, give us an idea as to what role do, do you see global infrastructure investments play in a diversified portfolio? And um, does do you see that as long-term hold in your portfolios? Yeah, well, the, the asset class is by its nature a long-term investment horizon asset class because of the nature of the underlying assets, uh, the reliability that they provide in terms of generating long-term cash flow streams and income. And for us in particular at m the critical importance of dividend growth and income growth for investors that come from infrastructure assets and businesses. Uh, we invest in the listed realm. Um, so, in other words, investing in companies and, and businesses that are listed on global exchanges. And yeah. the main long-term opportunities surround elements and aspects of society which are becoming increasingly critical. Um, here in South Africa, you're, you're all very well aware of the importance of reliable electricity generation, uh, less of a reliance potentially on fossil fuels over time, um, such as coal and the need for more sustainable long-term energy generation. And that's true in other parts of the world as well, including um, where I live in Europe, where we now have a scarcity of natural gas causing energy security issues that are ushering in uh, a further importance of uh, energy transition and climate change because of that outward reliance on Russian gas um, in countries like Germany and, and other European countries. Um, I would say we also include very important structural exposure to digital connectivity through infrastructure assets, social infrastructure, which is a critical need for society, and other long-term uh, opportunities that are offered up by this very exciting asset class. Oh, brilliant. I mean, you said off my next question that I wanted to ask about um returns i mean the global universe is large um yes where do you see the returns over the next five to ten years in this um in the global listed infrastructure environment well it's it's an interesting question and when we set out to launch this strategy about five years ago just over five years ago we designed it with an expected total return in the neighborhood of high single digits um i tend to think in sterling or euro terms so in U.S. dollars, given its move, it would be a little bit less. But that return would be made up of a starting dividend yield of between 3 and 4%. Today, it's actually at the high end of that 3 to 4% range. But with dividend growth 
and income growth to the unit holders of between 5 and 10% to arrive at a total expected return in the high single digits. And if we look at the track record of the strategy since launch, uh, and again, that's just over five years, it's exactly what we've been able to deliver. And our modeling and our expectations in the businesses that we're invested in would suggest almost exactly that, that same um, return uh, in, in coming years. Again, remembering that this is a long-term investment horizon strategy. Mm-hmm. So um, based on what you've said, I mean, my last question um, again, sort of when you talk about long term, um, you know, does the current high inflation cycle make any difference to the returns here? And um, especially if it was going to turn then again at some point. Right. Well, the, the businesses that we invest in are oriented for growth. That's how we access those growing income streams. And it's generally true that um, economic growth, which can sometimes bring inflation, uh, other times less so, uh, are important drivers of the prospects for these businesses. And by its nature, the strategy actually itself delivers inflation protection by way of that growing income stream. Mm-hmm. So we've been able to grow the income to the unit holder in the mid to high single digits um, since we've launched. Um, and and so inflation can certainly affect equity values at times, especially when the market is in a bit of a panicky state, as it has been recently. Um, but inflation itself tends to actually benefit the companies that we're invested in because they have the exposures that allow them for pricing power. They have monopoly type positions or oligopoly positions in their asset base that allow for pricing power, such as a toll road, for example. Um, and, and so the inflationary environment, we tend to be agnostic to. Certainly it can affect valuations, especially if interest rates start to rise uh, protractively. But um, generally speaking, we tend to be agnostic because we have that long-term structural growth opportunity set at our disposal. Okay, brilliant. Alex, thank you so much. I mean, great insights there. Um, oh, sure. Tony, thank you. Thank you very much. And um, I hope you um, enjoy the travels further. Thank you. Uh, very much enjoying your lovely country. And it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Absolutely. Tony.